and that pretty much continued through high school. Lauren and I never really got very close back then. When I heard later that she'd been put in rehab for cocaine abuse and severe bulimia, I guess it wasn't that surprising. We'd both been really screwed up all the time, and I had a history of dating, well, not the most balanced girls. I remember being ashamed to bring her to my house. I remember not wanting my parents to meet her. We'd come in late, late, and leave early in the morning, whispering so as not to wake up my little brother and sister. Maybe it was them I wanted to shield from Lauren the most. Or, not from Lauren so much as, well, the person I was becoming. I was ashamed of my behavior, but still I kept going forward. It was like being in a car with the gas pedal slammed down to the floor and nothing to do but hold on and pretend to have some semblance of control. But control was something I'd lost a long time ago. Anyway, Lauren was not someone I thought about a whole lot. When she approaches me, I don't even recognize her at first. It's been five years. She yells my name. Nick Chef! I jump, turning around to look at her. She is wearing big, Jackie-O sunglasses, and her dyed black hair is pulled back tight. Her skin is pale, pale white, and her features are petite and delicately carved. The San Francisco air is cold, even though the sun has broken through the fog, and she has a long black coat pulled around her. So I think. Think, think. Then I remember. L Lauren, right? Yeah, don't pretend like you don't remember me. No, I... whatever. What are you doing here? It's a good question. I'd been sober exactly eighteen months on April 1st, just two days ago. I'd made so much progress. My life was suddenly working, you know. I had a steady job at a rehab in Malibu. I'd gotten back all these things I'd lost. Car, apartment, my relationship with my family. It had seemed like, after countless rehabs and sober livings, I had finally beaten my drug problem, and yet there I was standing on Haight Street, drunk on Stoli and stoned out on Ambien, which I'd stolen from the med room at the rehab. Honestly, I was as surprised by my own actions as anyone else. The morning of my relapse, I had no idea I was actually going to do it. Not that there weren't ominous signs. In the 12-step program, they tell you to get a sponsor. Mine was a man named Spencer. He was around forty, strong, with a square face and hair that stood on end. He had a wife and a three-year-old daughter. He spent hours talking with me about recovery. He helped me get into cycling and walked me through the twelve steps. We'd ride our bikes together along the Pacific Coast Highway, up Latigo Canyon or wherever. He'd relate his own experience getting sober from chronic cocaine addiction. But I stopped calling him as often. Maybe I felt I didn't need his help anymore. I seldom went to meetings, and when I did, my mind would talk to me the whole time about how much better I was than everyone else or how much worse I was, depending on the day. I'd stopped exercising as frequently. I'd stopped taking the psych meds they had me on, a mixture of mood stabilizers and antidepressants. I'd started smoking again. Plus there was Zelda. Zelda was a woman I thought I was madly in love with. She was fourteen years older than I was, and, well, she was also engaged to marry another guy, a wealthy real estate broker named Mike. When I started sleeping with her, I tried to justify it to myself. I figured it was her decision, and I wasn't really doing anything wrong, and it was just for fun, and blah, blah, blah. Basically, I thought I could get away with it. I mean, I thought I could stay detached emotionally. I couldn't. 
She came to represent for me everything I thought would make my life perfect. After all, she had been married to this famous actor and was an actress and grew up in Los Angeles, raised by her famous uncle who was also in the movie business. Everyone seems to know her in L.A. She's sort of a celebrity, you know? Being with her became my obsession. Ultimately, however, she wouldn't leave her boyfriend for me and got pregnant with his child. I was crushed. I mean, I just couldn't handle it. So yesterday, I relapsed, driving up the five, drinking from a bottle of Jaeger. So now, I'm standing on Haight Street, and Lauren, this girl I haven't seen or thought about in five years, is here, in her long black coat, asking me what I'm doing. I'd driven up from L.A. the night before and slept in my old, falling-apart Mazda, parked in a lot on the edge of the Presidio, a great expanse of forest and abandoned army housing that stretches out to the cliffs overlooking the Pacific and the San Francisco Bay.